Welcome to the Binge Eating to Food Freedom podcast with Katie Papo. Our mission is to share the simplest and most peaceful system for food freedom in the world with people who suffer from binge eating, food addiction, and compulsive overeating. We are here to show that with the right strategy and support, any committed, coachable, and resourceful individual can feel peaceful and free with food. Hello, hello, and welcome to another live stream. I am Katie Papo, and I am here to help you free yourself around food and from compulsion and obsession around food. So welcome, welcome. I'll introduce today's topic, but as I do, please feel free to say hello or send a little wave or a heart in the comments so I can know that you're here. I know a bunch of you guys already wrote in saying that you're on the road today. It's uh, the Monday before Thanksgiving. So those of us in the United States are making our plans, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm just staying put. So, um, so today's topic is how to break the binge cycle during the holiday season. Now, why is this a unique topic? Because most of us try to do that after the holiday season, right? So um, this is actually, I think, at least for people who have especially, um, who, who have a, a history of struggling around the holiday season, um, I feel like this is an especially important topic, and it's actually my favorite time to work with people. Um, not specifically because it's the holidays, but I always find when we work with our clients that it always presents a huge advantage when we're going through when you're going through a time that has classic triggers for you, because when that happens, you get to see, you get to build the awareness around those triggers, and then you get to work through them in real time. It's no longer theoretical, like you're doing it. So for people who um, are specifically or have a history of specifically struggling around Thanksgiving, around Christmas time, around New Year's, this is the topic for you. And this is the time to do it. This is, this is really the time because when we can build awareness around our triggers while we're going through them, that is one of the most powerful ways to have a transformation. So today I was thinking about this talk about overcoming the binge cycle, breaking the binge cycle during the holiday season. And, you know, I, I've, I see what's around there and I see people, and by the way, this is not a negative comment. It's just an observation that there's a lot of people and a lot of coaches and professionals out there who are saying, you know, this is the time to start counting your calories or don't restrict, but don't eat these foods <laughs> or um, eat before you get to the dinner. So that way you're not really hungry when you're at the dinner or make sure you take a walk after you eat. And there's all these little tips and pointers um, floating around, which is a good thing, right? Because it's lots of people around trying to help and wanting to help. But what I wanted to do today for this talk is really to just hone in on one major point that I think goes deeper than all of those little tidbits and pointers that we can gather from everyone around. And this one point I believe is the most important because it has to do with our mindset. And you guys know how big we are in mindset. Shahar is the mindset coach in our program. For me, I mean, mindset's everything. For every single one of our clients, even as we've seen them go through our program, 
whenever there's a struggle that comes up, it's so rarely strategy related. I would say 90% of the time it's connected to mindset. So, and what does mindset even mean? It's the way we think about things. It's the way we see the world. It's the way we perceive things, right? So the way you perceive yourself, the way you perceive food, specific foods, events around food, your ideas about how you relate to food, all of these things are created in your mind, right? We are the creators of our reality, right? And even when things appear to be happening to us, there is something that we can look at in ourselves where we still have the control, right? Where even if there's an event that happened that's out of our control, we still have the potential to control our own response. We still have the potential to control how we react in response to our emotions or in response to our cravings or in response to the stimuli or the triggers, quote unquote, around us. So your mindset is going to be one of your most powerful assets by far. But when we don't know how to cooperate with the mind or if we don't know how to train the mind properly, the mind can also be viewed as our worst enemy, right? Because that's the part of us that brings up all the cravings. That's the part of us that brings up all those negative thoughts about ourselves. That's the part of us that brings up all of those stories of, oh, I can't have this food in the house. Oh, I lost and gained weight so many times, right? This is the mind at its worst, right? When it's when it's saying, oh yeah, eat the food, eat the food, you'll feel better. Or at its best, where we're encouraging ourselves and supporting ourselves and responding in ways that feel in alignment to who we are inside. So, because what I found a lot with the binge eating is in addition to it being such a physical burden and an emotional burden, there's also in a sense, a spiritual burden there. And what I mean by that is when we feel like we're not, um, when we feel like we're not living in alignment with our values or with our, or with our true potential, it goes deeper, I think, than even emotional. I think there's like a disconnect. I don't, I don't love to use the word soul because we all have different beliefs, but at a deeper level, like at a soul level, we can feel this disconnect when we say to ourselves, I know that if I didn't have this problem, I would be more of who I really am. I would be able to reach my potential. Um, I would feel more in integrity with myself. I wouldn't feel this need to hide. Um, and that's a big thing. So the reason I wanted to go deep in this talk and not just focus on, oh, here are some tips and tricks you can use while you're at your holiday dinner. I wanted to get into the place of, how do we change these deep core parts of ourselves? In other words, how do we do the deep work that's necessary for actual freedom? And I'm not just talking, you know, getting through the holidays without gaining weight, right? What I'm talking about is actual freedom in your entire relationship with food and freedom in yourself where you can actually trust yourself around any food, any person, any trigger, any event at any time and feel confident and secure and stable. That's the ultimate freedom, right? That's what we really want because then we don't have to worry about manipulating our environment. We don't have to worry about saying, oh, I just won't go down that aisle of the supermarket or I won't buy those foods or I'll put a lock on the refrigerator at night, right? We don't have to go through those 
hoops in order to manage ourselves because in reality that's not really managing ourselves is it it's managing our environment which if you're a type a you know control freak in <laughs> in recovery like me right it's tempting to want to control the environment because that's we can see it right when it comes to developing an inward type of control it can feel even mystical because it's like well what is that how do i control my thoughts how do i control my emotions how do I control my cravings? Is that even possible, right? So that's really what I want to cover in this talk. And the big point that I want to bring up, and it's been a theme for me um, for this past week as well, is the first piece of this mindset issue. How do I how do I create a mindset where that that is free, right? Because that's where food freedom comes from, right? How do I create that mindset that that feels free? How do we do it? So the first thing we need to understand is what we're creating. Okay. And by that, I mean, what we're creating, as opposed to what we're getting rid of. Now, I spend I spent some time in our private Facebook group today, and I saw there were lots of new members. So welcome. We have a private um, binge eating Facebook support group uh, that's free. On, we have probably 11,000 members now. Um, and I saw there were like a couple hundred new members and I saw a bunch of posts and there was a common theme running through all the posts, not through everybody, but through most of them. And the common theme was a mindset issue. Okay. Not a strategy issue though. Let's, you know, let's put that aside because we do need to have the appropriate strategy in place. But if we were to just focus on the mindset, I would say the biggest issue that I've seen in all of the questions in the post that people have written lately is there's a huge emphasis and focus on getting rid of what's unwanted. Okay. So let me give you a few examples so you can kind of see how it's playing out and how it might be playing out for you. So I saw um, lots of posts about, I need to lose weight, for example. So where are we putting the attention when we say I need to lose weight? We're putting the attention on what I need to get rid of, right? So it's, I need to lose 20 pounds. So again, all the emphasis goes on those 20 pounds. I need to lose the 20 pounds. I need to lose the weight. I need to lose the fat. Um, another example of focusing on something that's unwanted is I need to stop binging, right? That's probably the most common post that I've been seeing is how do I stop binge eating? How do I stop doing that? Uh, another one I saw was how do I avoid triggers? They were talking about um, a family member who was bringing triggers into the house, or I saw another one about, oh, I'm going to this Thanksgiving dinner and there's going to be this, this, and this trigger. How do I deal with it? How do I avoid it? Um, so lots and lots of focus on what's unwanted. How do I stop the binges? How do I uh, lose the weight? Another common one is uh, the negative thoughts, right? Because especially what, what goes along with binge eating. By the way, guys, let me know if, if there's anything that you've been focusing on in your world. You can post in the comments. If there's anything you've been focusing on in your world where you've been focusing on what you don't want 
right? Whether it's losing weight or trying to get rid of binges. Um, the other one I was just about to mention is getting rid of negative thoughts. So these thoughts could be um, like food obsession, like I can't stop thinking about this food. Or it could be weight obsession. I can't stop thinking about how fat I am. Whenever I look in the mirror, I hear all these negative thoughts coming and I hate myself and I have all of this self-criticism. Um, sometimes we talk about it in relation to emotions. How do I get rid of this guilt? How do I get rid of this shame? How do I get rid of um, this sadness or this depression or this anxiety or this OCD or this you know hyperactivity or this lack of concentration like how do i get rid of all the things i don't want now there's a huge disadvantage that we are presented with when we're constantly focusing on the things that we don't want so whether you're trying to focus on the weight you want to get rid of or the binges you want to stop or the triggers you want to avoid or the people you want to avoid or whatever it is, the negative thoughts you want to get rid of, the feelings that you don't like that you want to get rid of. When we keep focusing on what's unwanted, we are giving all of our energy, our attention, our focus to what's unwanted. Now, there's an old saying that goes, what you resist persists. There's also what's it um, when people say, oh, don't think of the purple elephant, right? And then, of course, the first thing we think of is the purple elephant. So those little examples are to illustrate that what happens is the mind will go where we tell it to go, right? Where, so if I'm specifically thinking about these 20 pounds, these 20 pounds, these 20 pounds that I want to get rid of, right? then that's where the mind goes, right? Because we're repeating it in the mind. It's it's not complicated. It makes sense, right? Um, or if I want to stop the binging, right? If I say, hey, my goal for this week is to not binge, then where's all my attention? On not binging. So therefore, my mind is going to constantly think of binging. You see how that makes sense? Because in order to not do it, we have to think about it. In order to, does that make sense? So what we resist persists. There's another saying that goes, where your attention goes, your energy flows. So there's all these different little sayings that illustrate the same point. And that point is the more we devote our brain power and our energy and our attention to something, the more it's going to fuel that thing. Now, the disadvantage of that is when we're fueling, um, when, we're, when we're using the mind to fuel our attention, and then we're focusing our attention on the things that we don't want, we're putting all of this energy and all of this attention to what we actually don't want in our lives. And then we keep bringing it in, and we bring it in more and more and more. And this is a major problem. It also happens, by the way, just a little side note. I noticed that this happens a lot of time, even with thinking patterns. So yes, this is all connected to our thinking. But even in, in uh, I see a lot of people also in our group saying things along the lines of, I just need to figure out why I binge. I need to figure out why I'm like this, why I'm broken. Um, I need to figure out what's wrong. 
And even when we go and when we go into that mode, by the way, I'm not I'm not criticizing us being solution oriented, but I'm questioning, is this actually a solution oriented way of looking at this? Because if we keep focusing on, I need to figure out what's wrong with me. I need to figure out what's wrong with me. What's wrong with me? Wrong with me. Wrong with me. Wrong with me. What is the brain here? Wrong with me. Wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. Wrong with me. And we feed this belief and this idea to ourselves. And when we feed this belief, when we feed this idea repeatedly, we believe it. And not only do we believe it, but because we believe that, all of our actions, all of our speech, all of our thoughts come from that place of believing that. So then we're going to act in our lives as if that's true, right? We're going to act as if something is wrong with me. Something is wrong with me. Something is wrong with me. Now my behavior is even going to show it. I'm going to act. I'm going to show up like something's wrong with me. And we, I see this happening all the time. People with nothing wrong with them at all are showing up to us saying there's something severely wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. There's something wrong with the decisions that you're making in conjunction with the outcome that you want, right? There's a misalignment, but that doesn't mean there's actually something wrong with you at all. So, but when we keep feeding ourselves this idea, right? I'm a food addict. I'm a binge eater. I'm a binge eater. I'm a binge eater. I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. I'm so fat. I'm so fat. We keep feeding ourselves exactly what we don't want, and then we create the life that we don't want. So when it comes to making a real shift this holiday season, we're not going to do it. We're not going to be able to do it or do it sustainably anyway, using that old pattern, right? Because that's what we've done every year, right? Right. We, and, and not only that, but we even fuel the restriction element. You guys know that one of the biggest things that we teach um, is that restriction fuels binges, binges. So the more we restrict, the more we binge. Now, in the holidays, that's especially difficult because I think, well, people have different approaches, of course. But I see a lot of people, um, you know, kind of let quote unquote letting themselves be free during the holidays i use free as a quote also because it's not real freedom but let themselves be free but we know that come january 1st there's all this restriction awaiting so we're so we're we're continuously fueling these old patterns these old patterns of focusing on what we don't want whether it's the weight whether it's the thoughts whether it's the food or whether it's the diet right? We're fueling our minds with things that we don't want and then creating a life that we don't want, right? Now, the obvious simple solution is, well, why don't we focus on what we do want then? But the trickiness of that is, well, if I do want it, let, let me, I want to play out um, what some of you might be thinking. Okay, well, I want to lose 20 pounds. And right now I'm 200 pounds. So instead of saying I want to lose 20 pounds, I should say I want to be 180. Because <laughs> that's what I want versus what I don't want. And in theory, right, you've now you've you've made that shift, you are focusing on what you do want versus what you don't. However, we know, and I think that we know in a in a deeper place, 
that what we really want is freedom. We want to feel comfort in the body. We want to feel peaceful in our own minds when we're around any food, because part of the pain, right, is dealing with the mental torment of constantly thinking about it, right? This can swallow up our lives very quickly. Um, and we can think about the things that we want in terms of weight, but again, this is not something that you can build on because once you've reached it, it's done. There's no more growth and humans are very growth oriented. So once the weight is done, then what, what do we focus on now? So it's important to understand and start questioning now. This is the best time to start questioning is right now. What is it that I really want? What is it that I really want? Because then we can start taking actions to build what you want. And the mind will still try to go toward what you don't want because it's so used to that, right? We've trained our minds that way in a lot of ways. But then we keep bringing it back. If we know what we're building, we can keep bringing it back to what it is that we do want, that what it is that we do have, to what it is that we're already progressing in. And this is really important. Um, this is actually, um, and I'm, this is not my area and I'm not knowledgeable in this and I'm not claiming to be, but I do have a few friends who are very into the law of attraction. And this is like the number one rule of the law of attraction, right? Is you focus on what you have and what you want and express gratitude for those things. And the last thing that you should do is focus on what you don't want, because then you're basically giving all this energy and praying essentially for what you don't want. Um, so something, something simple is, um, I'm trying to think of a quick flip just to show an example. Like if some, if let's say a family member is going to take a long car trip, you might say to them, like, don't get in an accident or you might say, stay safe, right? That sounds <laughs> more along the lines of what you do want is for them to stay safe instead of like getting into an accident. Cause if we're keep focusing, get in an accident, get in an accident, get in an accident, we're going to start riling ourselves up. But if we just focus on, hey, stay safe, all is well in, my, all is well in your world, you will be safe, right? It's not that we're trying to control the world, but we can control the mind and we can control where the mind goes. And depending on where we let our mind go, go our body will have responses, our emotions will have responses, and then our actions will be based on those things. So all of this really begins from a place of deep, awareness. And awareness is like it sounds. <laughs> it's being attuned or present with what's there, right? So I could be sitting here and let's say I'm, um, let's say, what's a good example? Let's say I'm eating. Let's say I'm eating here in front of the computer. Nom, nom, nom. And, uh, I'm, and I'm watching a video. Okay, so I might be aware of the video that's happening, but at the same time, I might not also be aware of the taste of the food or the texture or how it feels in my mouth because my attention is diverted elsewhere. Right, so I'm going to have most of my awareness probably on what I'm doing and then less awareness on the food, though I might still have some awareness on the food. So this is all about so notice how our, our awareness can really only focus on one thing at a time. It really can. Um, for those, for I used to think that multitasking was possible. Turns out it's not. It's just a, an illusion that the mind just switches back very quickly. Um, 
And the thing about awareness is the more we can build it, the more options we have with our reactions to things. So if I'm aware, for example, that I have hunger, like I, I'm experiencing hunger and uh, someone wants me to do some work for them, I might have that awareness of hunger and be like, okay, should, maybe I'll eat first so that way I don't feel hungry anymore and then I can go do the work. Whereas if I didn't have the awareness that I was hungry already, then I might say, oh yeah, let me do that job for you, ignoring my body signals. And then by the time I'm done, I'm ravenous and I just feel out of control, right? So, so notice how just that one ingredient of awareness can make a difference in your response. So when it comes to awareness of your thoughts, I think this is the most important place to start because if you're really wanting to make a shift this holiday season, this new year that we're entering now, in order to, in order for your results to be different than they have been in the past, that means you need to do something very different than what you've done before. If you keep doing the same thing again and again and again, expecting the result to be different, what, what's the saying? Isn't that the definition of insanity? <laughs> what I see most often is people doing the same thing over and over, but doing it harder. So maybe the first time they try to diet, this time they're trying a more restrictive diet. They say, well, that diet didn't work because... I lost the weight, then I gained it all back plus more. So this time, I just need to really muscle through it, do a more restrictive diet, and for longer. <laughs> and that's a lot of times the pattern that I see people going through month after month, year after year, sometimes decade after decade. And I know that for especially around the holiday season transitioning into the new year, this is where these patterns can come up the most and they can be the most triggering because it's not just you doing it, it's everyone's doing it. And therefore everyone's talking about it. I'm generalizing by saying everyone since obviously not all of us are jumping on the diet bandwagon, but it is the most popular time of year to do so is January. So we start reinforcing these old ways of thinking, not only because we've thought them before, but now there's this collective consciousness of people around the world who are doing the same thing, signing up for that gym membership on January 1st. Now, why is this, um, why is this something to start thinking about now? You don't have to, right? We can continue going in the same pattern. We have the freedom to do that. We can continue the same pattern. Um, diets can be very, um, they're romanticized quite a lot. They can be very attractive looking, but we know what's underneath. We know what's underneath that beautiful shell <laughs> and it's emptiness, right? Because they don't 
lead us to the place that we want to go. They do not lead us to freedom. In order to be free, we need to have the mind that's free. We need to cultivate the mind that's free. Therefore, we need to focus on what's wanted, what's desired, what we have, what we're building versus what's unwanted, what we want to get rid of. So for something like binge eating, that can be challenged because we're so used to saying, oh, I need to stop binging. I need to stop binging. I need to stop eating that. We're so used to it. It's, it's, it just happens automatically. We've thought that thought so many times that thought's just going to play on his own. So this is the time now, if you really want a shift, if you really want something sustainable, that you don't have to constantly fight yourself for, if you want real freedom, that's going to last your whole life. It means you need to be operating from a completely different brain than what you've been. And that means doing the deep work. That means doing the mindset work. That means when the thought goes to the old and it goes to the unwanted, right? And you're focusing on the unwanted, you redirect it and you bring yourself back. You say, oh, right. The mind went there. That's okay. I don't need to judge the mind for doing what I've trained it to do unknowingly or unknowingly. I don't need to judge the mind for going and thinking of what it doesn't want. I'm just going to bring it right back and remind myself, what's my focus here? And this practice on its own is one of the most powerful practices you can have in your life because it's not just food, it's everything. You can apply this to your health. You can apply this to your relationships. You know, how many times, you know, have you seen on people's dating profiles, uh, no smokers need to be at least six feet tall. Uh, uh, don't no, don't want any kids. Don't want any pets. Don't want you to live more than 10 miles away from me. Don't want, you know, here's what you don't want. Well, why don't you tell me what you do want? <laughs> and this is how, this is, this is how we create our lives is when we focus on the things that we want, the things that we're grateful for, the things that we're progressing in, the more we're at, bringing our attention to those things. And the more we bring our attention to those things, the more they build, the more they strengthen. So the so this law, so to speak, is important to understand now, because if you keep trying to fight this law by trying to get rid of binges by focusing on them, you've already lost, right? You're, you're already back to square one. If you go into this year saying, I want to lose weight this year, right? You're already starting with that mentality of focusing on what you don't want. It's a setup for failure, right? It's a setup. We unknowingly, a lot of the time, set ourselves up for this failure. We say, I want to lose weight, not realizing that just in that intention alone, we've already set ourselves up for the disaster. Or by saying, I, I want to stop binging this week, or I want to get rid of all my binges, or I want to eliminate binges, or I want to reduce binges, right? That intention alone, you're setting yourself up for the failure. This mindset stuff, this deep work, this is where the magic really happens. And it's not magic. It seems like magic because 
you know, life can be magical sometimes, <laughs> but it's not magic. It's just focusing on what you don't, on what you do want instead of what you don't want. And look at how strong, like look at the proof already on how strong this law works. The more you focused on dieting, the more you focused on losing weight, the more you focused on stopping the binges, the more you've binged, the more you've gained weight, right? The more we eat, right? The more we focus on restriction, the right? It's, it's the same, it's the same story. Like how many times I've asked myself this question, how many times must I live the same story before actually changing what I'm doing? How many times do I need this lesson? And something that I've learned in life is that if you haven't learned a lesson yet, it will keep coming. It will come again and again in many different forms until you've learned the lesson. Then when you've graduated <laughs> and you've and the lesson is no longer something that you need to learn anymore, it stops showing up. Now you're on to bigger and better things. So this is the practice. And, and I, I'm aware that this is um, more of a mindset focus rather than the strategy. And you guys know, like you, I've given you that, like we have a four week course out right now. You can take that course. It lays down like very specific practical strategies you can start applying into your life. I don't want to spend this talk going over that stuff. You have it. Go use it. But let's focus for now on the deeper work, the mindset that will allow this to all be sustainable for you. Because even if you were to use, let's say I gave you all of our strategy, right? Which I give, I give away a lot. Um, but let's say I give all of that to you. If you're doing it from the diet mindset or the restriction mindset or the mindset of focusing on unwanted things, it's not going to work sustainably for you and you'll still end up back in the same place. So that's why I'm emphasizing the importance of the mind and your mindset and in training the mind to start focusing on what you do want or what you are cultivating versus what you don't want or want to get rid of. And one practical way that you can start applying this into your life right now is to just start paying attention to your speech. So if you catch yourself saying things like, oh my God, I need to lose weight, you reframe, you pause, you don't judge yourself. There's never a need to, to judge or criticize or else we're just looping back into the self-criticism loop. But instead you can acknowledge and say, oh, that's the old thought pattern. And you can even congratulate yourself, ha ha, I noticed. So you notice that that's the old thought pattern. At that point, you can either just let that pattern go, right? And say, oh, that's not the way I'm thinking anymore. I'm not going, even though that thought came up, even though the thought visited me, it's not something I need to indulge. It's not something I need to like keep thinking about, right? And you can simply let it go. Another option is to just reframe the thought, right? You notice the old thought, and then you say, okay, what would be a better representation of what I'm really trying to attract here? And it might be, I'm focusing on improving my health, right? I'm focusing on feeling more comfortable in myself. I'm focused on my freedom, right? I'm focused on listening to my body, right? When we redirect 
to something that we can do, that we can focus on, that we can actually cultivate within ourselves. That's where the power is. And the more you focus there, the stronger you'll make it. And you can see, the more you focus on something, the stronger it will be, always. Um, and so this is my invitation to you, is to start paying attention to your speech and pay attention to how much of your speech is negative, how much of your speech is talking about what you don't want in your life or what you don't want to be true or what you're trying to get rid of versus what you're growing in, what you're progressing in, what you're cultivating, what you're actively building. Does that make sense? What you want, what you want to see manifest in your life. So what I wanted to do over these next weeks, um, through the holidays, through the new year, I've been thinking a lot about these mindset components because we've spent now this over this past year, we've spent every week, we've put out a new podcast with strategy. And we do have some mindset oriented podcasts as well. So check that out. But what I wanted to start doing is really focusing in on specific mindset patterns that a lot of times when our clients come to us, they don't even know that they're doing it until we point it out. We see that a lot is, is it's hard. Um, I don't want to use the word hard. Let's choose a different word. Um, it's deep, it's challenging occasionally, or it can even feel impossible for some to focus on changing something when we don't, when we're not even aware that we're doing it. That's why I always say the first step is awareness, right? Just start paying attention, pay attention to your language, pay attention to your thoughts, see if you're doing this, because if you find that you're consistently reinforcing the things that you don't want by saying, I want to lose weight. I need to stop the binges. I want to try not to eat more than this portion size. Um, if you're focusing on those things and you're focusing on the avoidance, right, then then you'll you'll see, oh, it's been me <laughs> that's been limiting myself this whole time because I've been reinforcing this pattern. So, of course, I'm still binging. Of course, I'm gaining the weight back. Of course, of course then you know it's not that there's something malfunctioning in you, that you're just a normal person, right? You're doing your, your, everything is fine, but you just are putting all of this energy and this attention into what you don't want. And then it's just fueling it more and more and more until it shows up like a disorder. But really, it's just a matter of how much focus you've put there. And if you're somebody who's been struggling for years or decades with this issue, check, see your thought patterns, see if this is happening. Um, and then when you notice that it does, invite yourself in a kind, compassionate way to redirect those thoughts or to let them go. Say, oh, that's an old pattern. That's residue, right? But that doesn't mean I need to indulge the thought. It doesn't mean I need to add suffering to the story or add drama to the story. I'm not going to say to my mind, oh, tell me more. Tell me more about how hopeless I am. No. And so we're going to say, oh, I accidentally called myself hopeless. That's okay. Time to let that thought go. And what can I reinforce? Can that substitute a new thought? I'm growing. I'm progressing. This lesson is here to grow me. This lesson keeps appearing because there's something I need to learn in this lifetime that's coming from this lesson. 
and I'm here to rise to the occasion. And I'm going to support myself and I'm going to give myself the proper resources to fix this and to help myself, to rescue myself. How much more beautiful does that sound than I'm hopeless, I'm broken. I'm growing, I'm learning. This lesson is here to serve me. This challenge is here to serve me. This challenge is here to grow me. So in relation to all these mindset things, what I wanted to do over these next months, I started to say this, is to really focus in on some of those specific mindset pieces that are that I see as most common um, that go beyond a lot of just, you know, what we've talked about so far and how much you've even looked into your own mind. But um, so I'll, I'll let you know on what that'll look like, because I don't think I'm going to want to do it as like a long podcast. I think I'll probably do it in snippets. So that way they're more digestible because the mindset work, it's, it's better to have one digestible bit at a time. Um, so I'll let you, I'll let you guys know how I'm planning to do that. I'm going to, I'm meditating on that this week. But what I wanted to leave you with this week is in order for you to really break the binge cycle this holiday season and for it to last you forever, where you don't have to get rid of any foods, you don't have to restrict yourself at all, and you can just live your life as a free person, right? Where you can be around any food and feel totally free and relaxed. Where you can be around any of your old triggers and feel totally free and relaxed. Where you can go to this person's house and this person's kitchen and this restaurant and this aisle of the supermarket and you are just stable and calm within yourself. In order to achieve that, you must think differently than the way you've thought before. Because when we think differently, then we act differently. When we act differently, we get different results. So this is the first step. Have awareness over what are your patterns? What patterns are coming up? You can notice it if you have fears around the holidays, pay attention, not to indulge what the fears are, not to get into the whole story and a back and forth in your mind, but just to notice, oh, that's a thought that comes up. And just because a thought exists does not mean it's true. Just because a thought pops up does not mean we need to indulge it or converse with it. Just because a thought pops up does not mean it's right. It just means it's a thought that came and that will leave. And that's it. That's the only thing that it means. So if you find yourself, you know, getting caught up in the thoughts or obsessing with the thoughts, that's another pattern. You can just remind, you don't have to say, oh, how do I get rid of these thoughts? You're not getting rid of thoughts. What you're doing is you're, you're focusing on your response to the thoughts. So if the thought comes, we're not just trying to beat it away. We're not trying to fight it. We're not trying to run away and hide from it, right? We're not avoiding it. We're just here to observe and say, oh, yep, that's a thought. <laughs> that's a thought. I know that thought. I've been telling myself that thought for a while, and that's okay. But then we let it go or we replace it with a new thought. I'm growing. I'm here. I'm showing up for myself. I'm participating in my own rescue. So over these next weeks, this is what I want to focus on is this deeper work. How do we work with the thoughts? How do we redirect ourselves? 
what are the thought patterns that, and by the way, even though we're not focused on eliminating what we don't want, right? Even though we're not focused on getting rid of binges, even though we're not focused on losing weight, even though we're not focused on getting rid of negative thoughts, when you are focused on building and creating this life and this freedom that you want, everything that doesn't fit into that will fall away naturally. And this is what we see all the time with our clients. They're not focused on trying to stop binges because the more you try to muscle through stopping binges, the more you will binge. You've probably noticed this already. But what does happen is when you're focused on building up your food freedom and you're focused on listening to your body, when you're focusing on responding to your emotions in a healthy way, when you're responding to eat, when you're, when you're eating mindfully, right? When you're being with yourself, when you're being present with yourself, when you're focused on relaxing yourself, guess what falls away? The binges. <laughs> guess what falls away? The negative thoughts. Guess what falls away? The weight. Because there's nothing for it to hold on to anymore. Because now you're different. You're operating from a totally different brain. So this is how it works. And it works beautifully. And it is a very peaceful method to stopping binges without actually having to try to stop binges. <laughs> Sounds so counterintuitive, I know, but it's true. This is the law. <laughs> what you, what you uh, focus your energy on, this is what you will attract into your life. So if you focus on the binges, you will attract binges into your life. If you focus on how out of control you feel, you will feel out of control, right? But if you're cultivated on cultivating, building peace in yourself, that's inner stability. You're focused on response to cravings, response to the thoughts, right? Response to those obsession, obsessive feelings and thoughts. Now you're building something because you're building peace, you're building stability. You're not just trying to get rid of stuff, get rid of the weight, get rid of the thoughts, get rid of the binges. Then it's just a void and it's going to come rushing right back in. Instead, we want to build something sustainable, something that's going to last you your whole life. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So I think that's enough for today. Um, but here's the takeaway, guys, is in order to go into this holiday season and have things be different, act differently, think differently than you have in the past. And be aware of your thoughts, be aware of your speech and see how much of them are focused on the unwanted and how much is focused on what you want. Um, so this is the practice. So I'll be showing up still um, at least on a weekly basis. I don't have an exact schedule right now um, because I do think I want to do um, more mini, mo more mini lessons rather than fewer big lessons. Um, so yes, someone just sent the question. Uh, yes, there will be other live emails before the holidays, um, about eating at a normal pace or not fixating on food at holiday dinners. So, um, I can't see your name, whoever just typed in that question, but we already have all that stuff out. Um, the holidays are not different than the rest of the year 
in terms of actual strategy, you would do the exact same thing. We will still, I'll, I'll be showing up and showing you how to specifically apply things during the holidays, but we have a whole course. Take the course. <laughs> it's free. It's available right now. Um, just go to my website, katiepapo.com, and you're going to get so much just from the first lesson of that course, and you can start applying it to your dinners immediately. Um, so, and yes, get on our email list if you're not there already. There will be a bunch of new stuff coming out soon. I just got back from vacation last week. So I'm like feeling very ramped up to share a lot with you guys and I'm not going away for the holidays. So I will be here and creating things for you. Um, on one final note, if you are somebody who wants to work with us privately and you want to do our program and have us guide you and hold your hand through this process as you cultivate your freedom to have us like right there with you. Um, this is, I would say, one of the best gifts you can give yourself because it is the ultimate time saver. We've seen people, you know, say that they, they don't think they ever would have fixed it if they didn't get the help for the mindset for that solid piece. Um, and I was about to say, um, I was about to say that there's a deadline, but there isn't right now. That you can join anytime throughout the holidays. Um, you can just send me an email, send me a Facebook message uh, to my business page, preferably, and I'll respond as quickly as I can. If you want to do that work with us and give yourself freedom this year, um, I would say if you're someone who's been struggling for a long time. Let yourself go for it because um, life is very precious and short when you think about it. So it's way too short to be spending all this time and energy on food. And one of the best things we can offer you is to save yourself that time of trial and error. So um, with that, I'll let you guys go. And I hope you have a beautiful Thanksgiving if you're celebrating in the U.S., and if not, I'll keep you posted, stay on the email list, check out the Facebook group, and I'll keep you posted on um, all the mindset support that I'll be putting out there for you. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.